Yo, 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 what's going on, my kings and my queens? How y'all doing out there? I hope you are doing blessed. I hope you are doing wonderful today. I pray your peace. I pray your strength. I pray that you always know that no matter what you're going through, that God is always going to be there, that he's always going to show up and he's going to show out. Sometimes we don't want him to show up, but you know, and show out <laughs> because then that means we got to stop doing what we like to do and what we want to do and what feels good to us and what feels nice to us. You get what I'm saying? And so if we can just be honest with ourselves and somebody else and just say that, yes, yeah, sometimes we want to call God. Sometimes we want to say, Jesus, we welcome you. Sometimes we want to say, come with us, Lord, but then there's times and there's things and there's situations and there's people that we want to say, well, God, I don't want you to deal with that situation, but I want you to deal with this situation. You know, we, we try to say, God, I want you to deliver me from this situation, but I still want to be able to do this and that. But see, God doesn't work like that. And I'm learning that as I, as I grow up and as I live and as I just encounter who God really is and and so I can only say from my experience that it doesn't work that way you can't say God I I don't want to do that but God I want to do this it doesn't work that way and so the sooner that we realize that if you're gonna give it to him you have to give him everything because what I'm learning about God is that he doesn't do no half and half he's not a 50 50 kind of man and so because that that's the expectation that we already know God to be an all-knowing God, an all-giving God, so we can't expect him to deliver us from a piece of the sin, but he has to deliver us from the whole sin. You get what I'm saying? And so I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like, uh, I was just sitting here at the lake, and I'm like, ah, Lord. I'm here. I'm trying to be intentional. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to do things differently. You know why? Because God is taking me through a process and he's been taking me through a process, but the process is now calling for me to go deeper in God. The process is now calling me to be stretched in such a way that I've never had to be stretched before. The the process is causing me to think in ways that I don't even think that I ever wanted to think. And I'm not gonna lie, I probably started to think that way, but something said, oh no, this is uncomfortable, this is not familiar, and so I had to run back to my comfort zone. And so if any of you know, when you get into a place that you're unfamiliar with, you get a little uncomfortable, you get a little stretched, you get a little, ah, a little nervous, you start fidgeting, you start moving around. But that's because it's uncomfortable to you. That's because it's not familiar to you. And so we're okay with running back to the familiar stuff because it's safe for us. It's a safe place. And so when he wants us to move into such a place, then we have to shift some things. We have to change some things. And so we start to get uncomfortable. We start to say, well, Lord, I, 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 I changed my mind. I, 
I don't want to do this anymore if I have to leave these friends. I don't want to do this anymore if I have to give this relationship up, Lord. I don't want to do this if I have to move to another city, Lord, because, see, we ask him these things, but we don't want to go through the process of what he has to remove out of our lives to get there because he can't take us to somewhere with everything that we have inside of us, especially if it's not going to hold what we have inside of us. And so we have to stop saying, Lord, use me, send me. But when he wants to use you, you say, well, Lord, if you want to use me like that, then I don't want to do it because it's not about us. The more that we understand it's not about us, I think, I'm not going to say the easier it'll get, but in my 33 years of living it and in my walk with God, I, I've come to realize that I do say use me, Lord, because he told me he wants to use me. And so because being used by God is such a privilege, it's such an honor. And I don't think I ever really looked at it like that because I'm like, well, Lord, you knew me. You created me for this. So yeah, you chose me, you wanna use me. But when you go deeper in it, then you understand that he didn't have to use you. You're not that special. You're not the only one that he created. And so when you understand that, and when you start to really be grateful and reverence the fact that God wants to use me, then I think in your relationship, in your walk, then it'll become more intimate because you realize that, Lord, no, you don't need me. <laughs> Lord, you don't have to use me, but you chose me and you called me. And so because he did that, because he said that he has something for you, then that means that he wants you to get out of it what he has deposited in you. And so when we get to that place of understanding, thankfulness, the gratefulness. Because how many of you know in your relationships, in your friendships, you're so happy that, you, that your friend, that your, your partner, that your husband, that your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, you're happy that they love you. You're happy that they, they spend Valentine's Day with you. You're happy that they do all these things for you. Yet, we don't look at it in that way when we when we look at God and when we talk about Jesus, we just say, oh, God wants to use me. But it's not an intimacy there. And so I, I can only be honest. And, and as I tell you guys on every podcast that I do that, I am far from <laughs> the perfect person. And I'll be the first one to tell you that. I don't like Christians either, and I'm a Christian. And, and now my deep people, they gonna say, what? She said she don't like Christians. It's not that I don't like us. It's that we give 
people a misconception of who God really is. <laughs> and see, I'm not going to have no people be real right there and be honest and say that I am a Christian, but I give God a bad name. Ah, uh, come on, somebody, because we have to be honest. We have to be real. We have to be transparent to help other people and to help ourselves. Because that's what it's all about. Everybody is saying something. Everybody is looking at somebody. Everybody is listening to somebody. Everybody has something, a message, this and that. And don't get me wrong, some of those messages, I believe they are straight from God. And some they are not. Because there are wolves in sheep's clothing. Now this is not even where I was going to go, but I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit flow and do what he's going to do. Because before I got on here, I said, Lord, I'm here. I'm, I'm at the lake. Speak to me, because I'm always talking about, Lord, speak to me. <laughs> and, and I realize that I'm always talking. So I never really let the Lord speak to me sometimes, because I'm like always talking, then I go on and on. And, you know, me and the Lord, I just talk to the Lord like, man, I, I'm really messed up right now today, Father. Like, why? What is the? And so I had to just sit in, in his presence and say, okay, Lord, let me put my worship music on, okay? Let me pull it in. Let me reel it in. You know, I got a lot on my mind, but Lord, help me to not think about that or focus on that. Because, you know, how many times, you know, when you're trying to do something, then right. All those thoughts, all those distractions, they just come because that's what the enemy wants. He didn't want me to do the podcast, but I said, you know what, Lord, let me flow real quick. And so as I begin to just think, I heard remember remember because I say Lord all these years I say I'm not moving back home you feel what I'm saying how many of you have, have told the Lord what you're gonna do and what you're not going to do and so I say Lord I'm not moving back home I don't want to ever move back home Lord it's only these three conditions and I gave the Lord those three conditions I say Lord I'm only gonna move home if my granny needs me if something goes on with my nieces I'm going to move home. If something happens with my mom, I'm moving home. I've been saying that to the Lord for years. Now, hear me, guys, because it's real. And, and, you know, we always want to tell the Lord what we're going to do. And so if you guys have heard any of my other uh, podcasts, then you, you know that I always say we like to make our own plans. Yes, our plans are not always the best plans. How do we know that? Let's look over your life. Some plans, some decisions that you made, they have left you in such a place where it had you sliding down the raw crying. Let's just be honest if we go there. And so I say, God, I, I'm, not, I'm not, never moving back home. And, and I said it so much that it became like second nature to me. People would say, when you move home, I'm not. When you think about I'm not, it was second nature. It was no thought about it to me. It was, it was no question in my mind that I wasn't moving back home. And so now I have to sit and say, okay, Lord, because I don't want to really say why. 
because it's not the why, as I have learned it over my years, that it's not the why. You got to stop asking him why. You know, like your mama, she used to tell you, come do these dishes. You say, why? Don't ask me why, just do the dishes. You know, you, you get what I'm saying? And so, we, we have to understand that. Yes, even though I say it, I am never moving back home. The fact that his plans are not our plans. The fact that he is the blueprint maker. The fact that he wrote the movie. The fact that he established everything. The fact that he ordained. The fact that he predestined your every move then you have to understand that. Even though I said I wasn't moving back home, it was already in the plan to move back home. And so I say, but why now? Why after I go through this change, after you tell me to walk away, Lord, I do. And yet, you send me back to the place that I, I don't want to be. <laughs> because how many of you know that he's not going to send you where you want to go all the time. He's not going to send you where you're comfortable. He can't send you to a familiar territory because you won't grow in that territory. If you listened over the years to my podcast, then, then you'll understand that I outgrew the city I was in. <laughs> you see, sometimes we, 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 we often wonder why things are happening in our lives. We often wonder why, why I can't find no job? Why I can't find no good job? Why, um, why I can't find no house? Why I can't find no apartment? Why is everything in this town seem like it's so chaotic? Why does it seem like nothing is working out for me? Now, I'm gonna say that I'm going to take that back. When, when the Lord, when you hear, when you know that you heard the Spirit say, it's time to leave. And then all of those things that I just said start to happen and happen, then you understand that your time is up. <laughs> then you understand that it's time to go. God can't bless you in that city if that's not where he's called you to be. God can't, he, well, don't, da, 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 let me tell you, God can do whatever he wants to do. But I believe, in my opinion and in my, my walk and just in my experience, I don't believe that God can really do a whole lot in that environment 
when his will is for you to be across the country. Because the doors that are open are not where you're located. Okay, let me let me let me see how I can say it. <laughs> Cause this helping me. Where you're trying to be, where you're trying to stay, you 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 feel as if nothing is working out. And you know that maybe two years ago, maybe five years ago, maybe even last week, the Lord said, you have to go. Your time is up. So when that encounter happens and you understand that your assignment is no longer in that city. Your assignment is no longer in that job. Your assignment is no longer in that relationship, in that friendship, in that career field, whatever it may be for you. But when the assignment is up, then it's just up. Because when he closes the door, he doesn't open them back up. The enemy, he opens and closes doors. Yet, when God says, I, I need you to relocate, I need you to leave. He's not telling you that just because. He knows what he has for you. He can't keep blessing you there. You've leveled up. You've outgrown that season in your life. You've outgrown that assignment. You've captured and you grabbed and you withdrew and you deposited and you got everything that he needed you to get. So now it's time for you to move on. And so it just takes me back to, because I think I took you all around a, a whole pond. <laughs> but it takes me back to, he said, remember. I say, remember what, Lord? And then I just start crying harder, like harder, like. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, when, when the Lord say, <laughs> say some stuff. <laughs> and the spirit, <laughs> and you so in tune. You just be like, oh my gosh. Okay, I know what you're talking about, but I don't want to go there, Lord. I don't want to, <laughs> yeah, you know. It's a lot of pain back at home. It's a lot of memories. <laughs> he say, but this is your Egypt. Oh, Lord, I, I heard him say that before. Home is your Egypt. Now, I don't know where your Egypt is, but I guess I'm, I'm figuring it out. I'm trying to figure it out. But I hear remember. <laughs> remember. And that's for somebody out there too. I need you to remember. You feel like you're in a process that's been taking years and years and years and, and you don't know. You don't know which way to go. You don't know which way is up or down, you're not sure, you just don't want to move too fast, you don't want to move too slow, you really ain't trying to move wrong, you really like, Lord, I need to get it together, but every day it seems like I say that and then I fall 10 steps behind. Because I realize that we can be obedient to God, 
and he say walk away from somebody or he say walk away from something and, and we're obedient to that. We, we leave. But that don't mean you let go. You walked away because you had to. You walked away being obedient. But that doesn't mean in your heart that you have let it go. So, and I say that because I can only speak for me. I can't speak for you or the next person. But so I walked away and so I say, okay, Lord, obedience is better than sacrifice. And so God, I, I'm obedient now. Now, how many times he done told me to leave and I didn't? We're not gonna count them times. But I'm obedient, Lord, I left. But I need somebody to know that just because you left doesn't mean Listen to me clearly. Just because you left, it doesn't mean that overnight it's going to go away. Some people, yes, I believe that the Lord can deliver them from things within an instant. And some people, they just have to go through a process. So if you're going through a process, and it don't feel too good to understand that it's okay, baby. Because I'm going through a process too. I said, Lord, I got so many things that I'm trying to get rid of. But all uh, right now, I need to just be resting in you. It's going to be a long journey, y'all. It's going to be a long process, I believe. And I believe that the, the, the more intentional I get... The more serious I get in really getting to know my father and getting to know who I am in him and my true identity, I believe that it's going to bless me and it's going to bless the hearers of this podcast. It's going to bless a nation. It's going to bless a society that I didn't even know existed for me, for God's glory. Because we have to stop saying it's for us because it's not for us when when God has given you something, it's not for you. He's given us many gifts to be used for his glory. Now, all too often, you know, we get so caught up in the mind frame that, oh, I'm so saved, oh, I'm holy, I'm this, I'm that, yet, Your outward man says one thing and, and your inner man is saying another. So most times people don't have to tell you who they are and what they what they think, what they you know, things that they like because they say if you listen to a person closely they'll already tell you things that you need to know about them. <laughs> but what's wrong with us? We don't listen. That's why we fall into these relationships and that's why we find breakups and divorces and things and such because we don't listen. And so, when he wants to get our attention 
then he has to show up in such a way, especially when you're in an area, you're in an environment where you never can hear God. You get what I'm saying? And what do you what you say? What do I mean by that? What do I mean is we're every day we're distracted by life, by job, by kids, by work, by school, by friends, by relationships, marriages, everything. Everything is a distraction, it seems like. We're always on the go. We're always on the move. But I'm realizing that all these years, I've been saying, oh, I need to have my quiet time. I need to have my quiet time. I got to have my quiet time. And I, and I always put a time on it. I always say, oh, I'm going to do it for like an hour. I'm going to do it for like 30 minutes. I'm going to do it for like 20. And I'm realizing that, yes, I, I, I experience God's presence. I experience God's power. I have and I do. And I hear God. God speaks to me. <laughs> he told me. I'm one of the few he does in my generation. You know how exciting that is? It's exciting and it's scary at the same time because it's like, what do you mean one of the few? <laughs> because how many times do you know that when God wants to use you, you have to stop doing and being. And, and sometimes you don't want to stop, but you're like, oh, I'm uncomfortable at this place. I'm uncomfortable around these people. I'm uncomfortable around this conversation. I'm uncomfortable around this music. I'm uncomfortable around this activity. I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. And, and, and you start to understand that you're uncomfortable because the pool is getting tighter. Oh, I need somebody to hear me. When God's spirit is indwelled in you and you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior then no matter how far you stray off there's always going to be that pool there's always going to be that tug that says this is not who you are this is not who I have created you to be. This is not even who I have planned for you to be. And so, yes, we go on through life and we do these things and we act as if we're this person and that person. And we start to become things that people have probably called us. People have probably put label on us. And, and we because we believe those things, because because we've been told those things so many times, you know, when you were a kid, what they say? Oh, you just bad. You just gonna grow up to be a little thief, a little, you know. And, and we don't understand. At least I definitely didn't understand growing up that those words are really powerful. <laughs> and it's crazy because we can read the scripture, we can say the scripture, but how many of us, if we believe? 
that God said there's power, that there's light, that there's death in the tongue. How, if we believe him to be true and we're really in tune with him, then why is it that we keep saying things that kill people? Why do we keep saying things that kill our spirit, that kill our identity? Why don't we speak life into our lives, into our children's lives, into our friends' lives, into our circles of, of family, whoever you have in your life? Like I told you guys, I, this is not where I, I, I planned on it to go, but... I I will let the spirit do what it, it shall do because somebody needs to understand because I'm I'm there too that it's not too late. Yeah, you might say I uh, I gave my life to Christ when I was 14. I did. And then I rededicated my life when I was like 21, 22. I think yeah, 22, 23. And yet and still, and now I'm 33 today, and so that would be, what, 10 years ago that I re-dedicated my life. Yet and still, right, 10 years later, I'm sitting here and I'm saying, okay, Lord, but since I did that, I, I've been doing this and I've been doing that. I've been living this way. I've been living that way. And yet and still, God is still saying, I want to use you. Because, right, 10 years ago, you got in a situation where he was depositing things. Things were changing. Things were shifting. And you saw and you felt his presence so, so clear. And, and yet, maybe you fell back off. <laughs> maybe you said, you know what, God, this, this God thing is too hard for me. You want me to, you want me to do too much. I, I can't do it. Maybe that, that, maybe that is you. Because I'm not going to lie. It is hard. Oh, it's, it's hard as ever. <laughs> I think, I, I believe in my own opinion that when you do say, Lord, use me, I believe because, because I can only speak for me. I can't speak for nobody else. So don't take what I say for you or for nobody else. But in my experience, when I say, Lord, I accept you, as my Lord and Savior, I believe that you died on that cross for me and my sins. God, I believe that you gave your only son for me. That he died on the cross all those trillion years ago. Because I'm not going to lie, I don't know the exact number. <laughs> People need to stop acting like they know stuff and just be honest. And so I don't know that part. But I know... It was way long before my mama was born, my, my grandmama was born, my daddy was born. I, I just know that. And so, I lost my train of thought, but I, I want to help somebody 
because you really might be where I am. And it might be five years from now. It might be 10 years from now. It might be 10 weeks from now. It might be 20 years from now. We don't know when he's coming back. But whenever you hear this, you might be at a place where I am. And so if God can use me to help you, then I'll say and I'll tell my truth and I will walk out my own convictions. Because so many people you see, so many people out here on the TV screen or, or in a pulpit, and they, and they look like they got it all together, and they don't. They don't. Now, I'm not speaking ill on anybody or, or anything, but we have to be careful. Because I've been one of those people that I'm like, Lord, I need to hear something from you. I'm going to scroll on this YouTube, and I know when I see when I see the 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 the, the little side caption of the, the subtitle or the title, I know that's for me, Lord. You know because because we're like that. And if we can only be honest, that we can't find God for real if we don't never open His Word. People are anointed, yes. He gives us the anointing, yes. He speaks to us and he, he gives us a message for people, yes. But how will you ever know Jesus for real if you don't read it for yourself? That's like when I was growing up. I went to Lutheran schools. For, for up until high school. I couldn't dare know my catechism scripture just by a friend telling it to me real quick. Right, right, right? Because you got to study it for a couple days and then you got to say it to the teacher. So check this out. I'm finna pull it in. I'm finna, finna help us. So, <laughs> now, some people, man, they, shoot, depending on if it's like two sentences, one sentence, three sentences, they can look at something and memorize it real quick. I can't do that. So, I'm going to have to read it a couple times, and I'm going to have to study it. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody not the same. Don't talk about me. <laughs> so, check this out, check this out. So, I have to study the scripture in order to tell my teacher the next day what the scripture is. I can't assume that if I don't know the scripture that I'm going to go in the classroom and be like, hey girl, hey friend, what does what, what, um, James 4 1 say? And she tell me and then I'm just going to know it. Same with, with God. You can't just assume that every person that tells you something about Jesus is telling you the truth. <laughs> because he already said we have vipers among us. He already said there are going to be false prophets in my name. So you can't just take and hold on to everybody's word. Ah, come on. That was a token right there. And I'll be the first partaker to say, because sometimes I'm like, Lord, I ain't heard from you now. I, I, what are you saying about this situation now? 
and and God is really showing me in this process that you can't think that what I have for you is in people because you're only going to find what you need in me. <laughs> now, I don't know what it is you have going on. I don't. I know God is in a a moving season in the people's lives. I know that we have to be still in him. I know that his word has to be true. And I'm not telling you something I done heard and read. I can literally only tell you about me and my life and what God has done for me. Now, yeah, I don't know. I done heard what he done done for like, you know, my mom and my grand, you know, family, friends. But I can only speak from what God has done for me. And so, yes, trust me when I say you have to rest in his presence. You're trying to speed the process up and you can't do that this time. Where he's taking you, your breakthrough, the deliverance. It's not that easy this time, baby. <laughs> the last one probably was. But this one, oh, my, my, my. It's going to cause you to dig a little deeper. It's going to cause you to stay up a little later. It's going to cause you to say, hey, baby, I can't talk to you right now. I have to go be intentional with God. Now, I'm telling that to you, but I'm talking to myself. Because there's some things that I have above God right now. And I know they're not coming because... I'm not in it the way that I need to be. And, and if we're so honest and if we can be so transparent with people, then they'll understand. Yes, even as a Christian. Yes, even as a believer. Yes, even the fact that I know God died for me, that Jesus came that I may have life more abundantly. My faith is still saying, but I don't see it, God. I don't see how you finna do it. Because you have to understand he's not going to take you from one spot to another without you having to go through something to produce what it needs to go. Uh, let me, can I say it? Can I say it in a way? 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 If... You don't go through what you're going through right now. If you don't deal with that relationship, if you don't sit in the hurt for, for just a little second. See, see, see we want to get hurt and then we want to do, do all these things to distract us, yet we have not embraced what God wants us to embrace. So then we, 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 we get so confused because then he has to take us around the cycle again because we didn't get what we needed to get out of it because we didn't sit in it long enough. Because we just think that, yeah, he gonna deliver us and then we just gonna take off. 
Well, let me be the first person to tell you because growing up, yes, they always said, oh, when you get saved, everything going to be good. But they didn't really tell you that. <laughs> they tell you this God thing real. It's more realer than the streets, baby. <laughs> see, people, see, we got these gangsters, we got these thugs, we got these, you know, these people who think they so hard. Ain't nobody got nothing on Christ, baby. <laughs> when I say his name break everything, but you see how I just said that? I said it. So why when situations arise, why when things start to, to bother me, why when, when I start to get stressed out, why when I start to say, well, Lord, why am I going through this situation like this? How did you, why can't I bring that same attitude back and say, but God is with me. But Jesus said, he'll take care of it. He said, he's my strong tower and my mighty fortress. <laughs> so why is it that we forget so fast who he is when we're going through our situations? One, yes, because we're human, so right. Humanly, we get hurt. Humanly, we have feelings. But Jesus did too. <laughs> That's the thing I love about him because he had every feeling that I felt and that I feel today. And so he can really understand me, unlike my partner, unlike my friend, unlike my mother, unlike my father, or unlike my school teachers. You get what I'm saying? Because he knows us. And it's so crazy because this is not how the podcast was supposed to go, but it's going to tie into the scripture that I was going to read because, see, I wasn't going to do the podcast, but God said, I need you to remember what I did take you to. I need you to remember what came out of you when you were at home. And so he said, I need you to go to Psalms 139. And yes, I, I've read this scripture many of times, but don't get me wrong. <laughs> I told you it's time to go deeper. It's time to go deeper. You have to do things in a way that you never did them before. Your strategies have got to change. Your habits have got to change. And I mean, when I say change, I mean change. Ain't no you gonna read the word for, for two seconds and then that's it. No, you have to change. You have to study. Words you don't understand, you gonna have to Google it, baby. When I say what God needs from you, <laughs> it's everything you try to get that relationship to that man. Everything you gave, all the energy it took for you to keep that woman. God says, I need that energy in this process. Come on now. Ah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm just going to read the, the scripture, the text. It's not the whole Psalms. But we're just going to go here because, like I said, the devil didn't want me to, to do the podcast. But I said, you know what? So God said, well, just, just read one through six. And so it's crazy because how, how the ending is, is, is telling you it blows your mind. And so, so we're just going to go there. Psalms 139. So 
And I highlighted some words because, like I said, in this process, we're going to have to go a little deeper. We're going to have to do some things that we haven't done. We're going to have to search God in a way that we never searched for him before. We're going to have to seek him in such an intentional way. And that word intentional has been just like months and months and months, like intentional, intentional. Like you have to be intentional. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm intentional all the time because I know it's times where I should be reading and studying and yet I'm doing something else. So let me help somebody there. If you're like me and, and that's your problem, then, hey, I'm with you. But let's go there. Psalms 139.1. So it says, Lord, I highlighted Lord. It says, you have searched me. I highlighted searched me and known me. I highlighted searched me and known me because you searched me and you known me. So that means you searched all my inner parts and you knew me. It says you knew when I sit down and when I stand up. Now, these are some key words. You understand my thoughts from far away. You observe my travels and my rest. So can we just go back there? He says you understand my thoughts from far away now how many of us we are in a relationship like it doesn't matter uh boyfriend girlfriend wife husband teacher student mom dad uh i mean mom son son dad sometimes they don't understand us we're saying things we're speaking but they don't understand people don't understand sometimes what you're saying but the lord says You understand, he, he said he understands my thoughts from far away. It says he observes, observes my travels and my rests. Meaning what? God be watching me? Yes, yes, yes. He observes. You're going in and you're going out. You are aware of all my ways. Every way that you have, he's aware because... For for whatever reason, people think that we just sit God on the shelf when we go do our bad stuff. No, he's right there with you. That's why <laughs> there's conviction. That's why when, when you feel uncomfortable and God, like, tugging at you, like, it's a conviction. It's like, hey, 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 you, that's not where I need you to be. You get what I'm saying? And so he's aware already. Of everything that you're going to do. Before a word is on my tongue. So so the Lord already know what you're going to ask him. What you're going to say. He already know you're going to snap on somebody. He already know you're going to try to talk to that boy. That girl. You, you get what I'm saying? He knows us. He knows me. Say that. He knows me. He knows me. He knows me. He knows me. And it says you have encircled me you have placed your hands on me this wondrous knowledge is beyond me it is lofty i am unable to reach it now that's a csb uh bible that i i just got now don't get me wrong i have many of bibles many different translations yet and still like you know a lot of things are highlighted a lot of things are written down circled yet and still 
I sit here before you and I say, Lord, but I still haven't studied correctly. I still haven't been studying your word the right way. Now, I don't know if, 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 if this is just me or if this is the Lord, but Father God, if it is not you, then... Shun that right now. Now, I have to just be so transparent here and honest that <laughs> I really, it's something about the reading for me. I say, I say, Lord, you want me to go deeper? Lord, you want me to study? Lord, you know, I, uh, I hate to study. But you see, even though I hate to study, the importance of studying God's Word is going to activate so many things inside. Forgive me, guys, if you hear some talking and things and such, but you know me. If I have a word, then I have to say it. And so you may hear some people talking and some walks along the way. But when this message has to get out, then it just has to get out. And so I'm actually reaching my time on today. But I love you guys. I really, really do. Because... You guys have been here, been supporting me, you've been praying me through. There's been times where I couldn't say one word and these last couple months, I'm not even going to say last couple months, these last couple weeks of just really resting, and I'm not even going to say that because I have not been resting in his presence and in him the way that I know I need to be. But that's the place where other people need to see your vulnerability. Because there's so much God can do in those vulnerable areas. There's so much he wants to do in those vulnerable parts. In those parts that you don't tell your family, you don't tell your best friend, you don't tell your friends. He says, that's the stuff I want to deal with. That's the stuff I want to take care of. But I can only take care of it if you let me. (laughs) Yeah, he knows us. He just said, I knew you. I formed you in your mother's womb. And so it's evident that he knows us already. And so, yeah, I used to say, well, God, if you know me, then I shouldn't have to tell you how I'm feeling. God, if, if, if you know me, if you created me, if you, if you have the plans, if you, if you already ordained, if you already predestined, 
me. If you already said this is who I am supposed to be, then I used to think like, well, I, I don't got to go say nothing then. The Lord know what I'm finna go do. I see I used to think that way. Because when you're okay (laughs) living the way that you live and you're okay with doing the things that you do, then it doesn't bother you so much to go and and, and talk to the Lord about it. (laughs) Did you catch that? Did you catch that? When you're okay doing what you've been doing, it's okay for you not to go talk to him. Because you're comfortable in your sin. You're comfortable in that area enough to where you feel you don't need to go talk to the Lord about it. And so that was my ignorance growing up. I said, well, the Lord knows that I'm finna try to go pick this girl up. Well, the Lord knows I'm finna go smoke this blunt. (laughs) So the Lord knows I'm finna go sleep with this man. You see what I'm saying? Because I was ignorant To the fact that even though you created me, Lord, when you grow in your relationship, then you understand that he he still wants to hear from you. (laughs) He still wants to talk to you. He still wants to sit with you. He still wants you to make time for him. People say, well... I don't need to pray because God already know what I'm going to say. You're right. He do know what you're going to say. But the, the power, the honor, the glory, just the reverence to be in tune with the Holy Spirit is always an amazing thing. Oh. I don't know who that was for, but y'all done took me to my car. And so I just need you to know that in the process, whatever you're going through, it's going to be okay. I know too often we don't want to hear that, but let me be the first partaker to tell you because I'm in the process and I'm going through the process and he's crushing me. He's breaking me and he's stripping me of some things that I really don't want to let go of, but I'm like, God, I know I have to let them go. So you might be there. You might feel that way. You might, you might really just be really angry at God. You might really just be that mad. You might really just be that hurt, but I'm, I'm here to tell you that it's going to be okay and we're going to be okay and the process is working for us. You have to let the process work for you. If you don't let the process work for you, then it will all been for nothing. God will get the glory.
I promise you that. I love you. 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 Have an amazing, amazing night. I pray your strength. I pray your peace. Forgive me. Forgive me. All right, y'all. I love you.